Hey, this is Jason, coming to you again from Audio 9 Design. At Audio 9, we take our design very seriously. And I'm certain everyone listening to my voice right now feels exactly the same way. You want your clients to have everything they have come to you for, and even more if possible. Design is a ever-changing, ever-evolving field, and it sometimes feels as if that change happens right under your nose, or, more appropriately, right under your mouse. We want you to be well ahead of that curve when it comes to your designs, so we are taking a look at what's trending now as well as what's ahead in the year to come in web design. Meeting, meeting, web conference, lunch, client meeting, photo shoot, meeting, and 30 minutes of actual work. Does this sound familiar to you? As a designer, there is a lot on your schedule, and it seems like not much of it has anything to do with letting you get your work done. And maybe, just maybe, your work gets a little repetitive, and you don't even know it until it's too late. Say you come up with a killer web design, and the client loves it, so you love it, so you keep it as your go-to, and all of a sudden, you are doing the same design over and over and over again. At Audio 9 Design, we're here to help you get out of that rut and expand your mind to new, different, and beautiful design ideas that all, or at the very least, some of your clients will absolutely love. To be flat or not to be flat? That is the question. Now, either you have just given me a mental, huh? Or you know exactly what I'm talking about. And no, that wasn't a lead-in to what type of music do you listen to when you design. We'll get to that in another podcast. You can bet on it. It is, however, a lead into the discussion of the new flat design. I'm sure if you haven't had a part in creating the trend yourself, then I'm certain you are using it at least a bit in your designs. And if you aren't, maybe you should be. With the new evolved flat design, you can go hardcore flat, like Pac-Man flat, no shadows, no depth, just blocks of solid colors, or even a monochromatic design, just simple and flat. You can go almost flat, with the same treatment as Pac-Man flat, but with hints of shadows and highlights, curves on buttons, smooth edges, and the like, that bring a little more to the eye while still maintaining a fairly minimal look and feel. And finally, you can give clients a mix of the two or a hybrid look, utilizing elements of both the Pac-Man flat and a little more rounded with greater use of photorealism brought in. When it comes to the new flat design, basically there are five characteristics or components that encompass what defines the new flat design. Those components consist of the following. Long shadows. Long shadows in a design give things some depth, but not obnoxiously, and still keep things relatively flat, so to speak. 
Dynamic colors. Colors that contrast tend to make up for a lack of green screen type effects while keeping elements from appearing dull and inserting some visual life into the design. Simple typography. As a rule, flat designs are simple and easy to read, so the trend continues in this piece of the puzzle as well. Ghost buttons. While this has been super mega ultra trendy recently, the fact remains this element too lends itself to the new flat design by not distracting from the information and still being easily recognizable as a button. Minimalism. Of course, most of us designers have been on the minimalism train since it left the station, but that doesn't mean it doesn't also play a key role in the new flat design. The two are like brothers, and these brothers actually get along, well, most of the time. Minimalism is quite difficult to successfully pull off, but when you do, it's almost magical. Now, whether or not your client will like your new flat design remains to be seen, but if you want to try it, you should be aware that there are both advantages and disadvantages of going this direction. First, the advantages. Flat designs are conducive to a responsive design, which is now a must with all of our web viewing options. They are easy for users to learn the system and navigate. A structured layout and blunt visuals give a logical atmosphere. Designs without a great deal of visual complexity load fast. The simple typography used in the new flat design promotes readability. And now for the bad news, the disadvantages. Flat design is deceptively difficult to do well. Simplistic styles such as this weaken the signifiers and it may be harder to get your message to stand out. Very high risk of appearing boring to the viewer or user. A lack of individuality due to its tremendous popularity. Sounds a little like reality TV, right? Flat designs tend to have no distinct visual hierarchy. Flat design is simple and minimalistic and much like a good ventriloquist, it's difficult to do well. Think long and hard about what you really want your site to accomplish before giving it a go. But hey, if you do crash and burn, at least you can say you tried. Or, worst case, you can brag about it at the local coffee shop while you're looking for a new job. So, we brought you one of the trending styles of design. Now, we're going to touch on some tips to get you the most out of the functional design of a site. Design responsively. According to the Huffington Post, 31% of the traffic hitting up the top 10 websites in the world all come from mobile devices. So, in case you haven't noticed, long gone are the days of website design where you have to have 5 plus copies of your information, all sized differently in order to compensate for different devices being used. Now, your website information can be slimmed down due to the integration of responsive, which we will say means visually flexible design layouts and coding. And if you're not keeping this in mind when you're designing, then you should be. And shame on you for refusing to break out of the early 2000s. Much like a great meal or a great drink, simple is best. If you're designing a poster or ad or CD artwork, pretty sure those still exist, right? You're going for that visual pop with rich photos, colors, and fonts that grab your eye and hold it. You can do that with a piece of print. It's static and solid, so the bulk doesn't matter. But with web design, things need to be a little more slim and lighter in general, so loading can be quick. 
On average, a user or visitor to a web page only sticks around for about 15 seconds or so. If any of that time is used for content loading, not good for you and definitely not good for your client's bottom line. Keep things simple, both visually and with the amount of content you choose to display, and your chances of keeping that visitor will most likely increase. Stand out in the crowd. Being unique is a good thing. You go your own direction. You don't follow the crowd. Your opinion sometimes gets you in trouble. But that's okay, because as I said, being unique is a good thing, not only for you, but also for a website. With the massive usage of something called WordPress, I don't know what that is either. The chances of seeing two very similar looking websites are pretty good. So being unique in your website design is not only a good thing, it's necessary. While it may be tempting, the practice of using entirely stock photography in your site is probably not the best idea. Of course, there is always going to be instances where you can't avoid it, and that's a given. So for the best results and traffic to your site, it's best to use a mix of stock and unique imagery. Navigation without the need for a GPS. For most of the visitors that will stumble onto your site, they want to find what they're looking for in a matter of seconds and get back to what they were supposed to be working on before the boss sneaks up behind them and they spit out their coffee. So essentially, don't try to cram everything on the site into the navigation. That's what dropdowns and submenus are for. Keep it to a few simple options for the major things and thoughtfully build in navigation to the rest. If I can't find your email, I just won't bother. Have you ever gone to a site and realized that there is no clear method or button or information anywhere readily available to contact someone? If you have a beautiful, functional design for a site but can't clearly see an email address or contact button or phone number or something to reach the owner or company on every page, you might as well have a GIF center page of a guy facepalming himself because you blew it. If a visitor can't get in touch with you quickly, then they won't. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Find, Tumblr, WhatsApp, oh, and my website. Sometimes too much of a good thing turns bad. The same can happen when you plaster all of your social media feeds onto your site. All that traffic you just work so hard to get clicks on something in your social media feed and just like that, they're gone. If you want to keep all the potential customers and or visitors to your site, keep the social media links to a minimum. Once again, minimal, streamlined, and simple is best. How do I get back to where I was before I was here? Banners you can click on. Simple enough idea, right? This is one of those methods used in site navigation currently that if you don't have it, you're taking the risk of losing visitors. Your logo or header should always be linked back to your homepage to keep your target audience in a never-ending loop that they cannot possibly escape, or at least that's what we hope. Every page has potential. Your homepage is absolutely what you focus on, right? After all, it is the homepage. It's where people go and always come back to, but what if every page had the potential to be just as beneficial as the homepage? Take full advantage of every page and put elements that give viewers the opportunity to buy or interact on every page. It doesn't have to be a main focus of each page, but it should be easily accessible. 
At this point in time, our attention spans are shrinking by the minute, so give yourself or your client every chance possible to make a sale or increase traffic. Just like a fair fight, let's keep everything above the belt. Pick a page, any page, and open it up. What do you see when you first open the page? Do you see everything you think you should? Do you see all the information you expected to see when you came to the site, or do you have to scroll down to really get to what you're looking for? Keep all the hard-hitting information or product right at or above the halfway point of your viewable area. This practice will also get your viewer or customer exactly where they want to be, faster, and keep them happy, like Friday afternoon at 4.45 before a three-day weekend happy. Did you see that site? When you create a site, how often are you looking back at it to check on it? Unless the site brings back horrible memories or just really, really, really isn't your thing, it's good to look at what you've created, at least every six months or so. Take a look around, make sure everything is as it should be, and see what the public likes or doesn't like. You may find you really are just as brilliant as you think you are. Or you may find a virtual landmine just waiting for you to step on it. But either way, it's something you should put into practice if you haven't already. In case for some reason you weren't aware, here are some numbers I want to leave you with to think about the next time you're designing a new site. 30.5% of all traffic was coming from organic searches on Google, Bing, Yahoo, and other search engines. Can we say SEO? Visitors who return to sites dramatically outperform new visitors. New visitors spend an average of 2 minutes 31 seconds on site compared with 5 minutes 31 seconds for returning visitors. Keeping those visitors happy does pay off. When looking at the number of fans across 4,000 different Facebook pages, we see that the average e-commerce site has between 1 and 500 fans, which means don't focus on the feeds, focus on the content. You're better off that way. 65% of mobile traffic to e-commerce sites comes from the iPhone and iPad. Not that Android devices aren't great, but that's a big number, no? I guess Apple is just more responsive to the needs of the public. For all my fellow designers out there, if you use all of the tools and knowledge you have available to you when designing and really listen to the needs of your client or business, you can create some killer site designs that will get noticed as well as get the job done. Now, I only hit on a few tips and ideas today, and as I'm sure you know, there are many, many more out there to aid you in your next design. As always, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Audio 9 Design, bringing you the latest news, updates, and trends in the design industry. If you have suggestions for a future podcast or want to learn more about this topic, check out the podcast section for links and information, as well as everything else you need to know at audio9, that's the number 9, design.com. Thanks again.